You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 30 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. Holy shit! I know, it's as (laughs) old as we are. (laughs) Yeah. That's slightly terrifying. It is 2020. We just went 2020, folks. Into the new year. That's exciting. It is. We we had a really exciting New Year's. Yeah, we did. We We celebrated really hard. Yeah, we did, and we were in bed by nine. (laughs) (laughs) So 2020 got here without us uh, being awake for it, but you know. It's true. I woke up at like 1230, and the TV was still on, and I was just like, oh, hey, 2020, bye. And then he was like, pass back out. I'm gone. I'm done. Yeah, I'm sorry. Once you get older, New Year's Eve just becomes kind of a thing of the past. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, y'all. We have to work. Yeah. I'll wake up tomorrow and it'll be 2020. <laughs> exactly. It's going to get here one way or the other, so it's fine. It's true. You know, I said I could never make it until midnight, but when it comes to the New England Patriots, we man, did last night. I made it to 1 a.m. That's why I feel like <laughs> dog shit today because I'm, I'm so very tired. tired. Yeah. So yes. they unfortunately, well, you put it up on Instagram. It was on Instagram yep. So y'all know we went to Gillette yep. for playoffs and watched them take. <clears throat> they sucked. Y'all they say a prayer sucked. for the Patriots fans. We are not okay today. <laughs> but congrats to the Titans because truly, they, I mean, they outplayed us. They did it. They're never. Nobody's going to beat the Ravens this year. I think it's the Ravens' year, and that's, you know. It's true. I have to say I'm just greedy as a fan because if we would have made it to yeah. the Super Bowl this year, this would have been our fourth Super Bowl in a row. <laughs> oh, and you're just like, ooh, like maybe. <laughs> you know. Maybe so we can get there. We just have to give people another turn to, to win, you know. It's a lesson in patience, Caitlin. It's a lesson in patience. You can't always get what you want. You, you know I'm very good with patience. I have a lot of patience. I'm very calm and collected. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. And I'm sorry, I don't want the recording to stop and the lightning barrels through the sunroom <laughs> and fries you because that's not at all the case, but we're working on it. Oh. It is a lesson in patience, but it was fun. It was It's fun. always a good time no matter, I guess, what the outcome is. But Yes. My brother was here this weekend, so yep. he went with us and we, we had we a good did. time. Froze our asses off. It was so cold. Now, you froze your ass off because you didn't put your... I didn't put my I, hand warmers yeah, in my boots. <laughs> I bought a huge, like, family pack of hand warmers for your feet, for your hands. It's true. And you were just sitting there miserable, and I was nice and fucking toasty warm. <laughs> I was not cold at all. You know, it's true. And I feel like towards the end, you know, I think we left at, like, the two-minute... Well, <laughs> the, when they downed it at the one-yard line, and we had, like, 14 seconds... To yeah. go 99 yards with one timeout. It's you have to just admit defeat at some point. I know. Point. I've never been yelled at by my own team. Like I was going <laughs> up the stands and they're like, "You're just a fair weather fan." I'm like, "No, homie, I'm cold and there's no way." <laughs> so I'm trying to get my ass out to Egypt to get into my car before the rest of y'all come out after. Well, me. I think you told them too. You're like, "No, I'm just a realist." <laughs> like, I am very pragmatic, sir. I just I know what's going to happen and it's not going to be good for us. <laughs> no, it's not. But you know what? Watching the playoffs is a lot easier now because there's no stress for us. We're out. We're done. It's, you know, it's, it's someone else gets to just relax. Yeah, stress about it. And now I can just make yummy food and fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Motto for 2020. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> I love that. I like it too. I'm, I'm a it. big fan of that. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> now these, y'all, can we have sweatshirts? <laughs> cool Friends podcast. Fuck it. <laughs> I love that. That's funny. We don't have to tell them, but I am actually watching football as we're recording. <laughs> and it's not even the Patriots. If it were the Pats, like, I'd fully understand you watching that on mute. But it's not. It's the, who is that, the Saints? Saints and the Vikings. Yeah, you know I'm just a football, like, freak. Cool Friends podcast. From the time football begins to the time the Super Bowl ends, <laughs> it's, you know, also a football podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but guess how much more, like, work we're going to get done for the podcast when we have a whole other day that we can <laughs> devote to it. It is so true. Now that Caitlin's high holy day of football is almost Over. completed for the year, we can actually, you know, record more on Sundays and bring you more good content. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> You're finally, your Sundays are coming back. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I'm going to get Caitlin good, though, because last night I was like, so does this mean you'll go to a movie with me now that I went to the Patriots game with you? Because... I don't think we've talked about that before, but Caitlin hates going to the movies. <laughs> like, cannot stand it. I mean, I don't actually hate it because I it's 
It's a nap time for me. Everybody around me hates it because I just snore. (laughs) It's true. And I love going to the movies. I love popcorn. I love sitting there. I just, I love it. So I'm going to make Caitlin go see Cats. (laughs) (laughs) Which I've heard is an absolute dumpster fire, but we will find out. Are you serious? No. I don't don't know if I could bring myself now to go to the theater to see it. I think that may have to be a DVD. (laughs) Like, that may have to come out first so I can sit on my couch and cackle. Because I've heard it is just atrocious. But I don't know. I, you know, the previews that I've seen are quite interesting. (laughs) Just like these very dramatic, like human cats that are just like slinking around and I'm like I don't that doesn't look fun to me well here's my thing then is if they're supposed to be cats and we're going to use CGI to make them look like cats Mm -hmm. like why do they still have boobs like Taylor Swift (laughs) has cat boobs and like cats don't have boobs like it's just very odd I feel like the androgynous line between like making them look like humans and making them look like cats was just Taylor Swift is a is a cat she's in it yeah no there's a bunch of... Jason Derulo's in it, too. Oh, my God. And what? I heard that they had to CGI CGI out his, like, man. <laughs> but they didn't CGI out her boobs. Like, where's the line, folks? You can't just have, like, a... <laughs> I told you, this is, like, supposedly an atrocity. We're going to have to go... <laughs> oh, my God. Can I, can can I watch it now? Can I change? Can I change my mind and say I actually want to see it? Because I just... <laughs> yeah, no, we totally can. Because I, I just think it's going to be an experience. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Yeah. <laughs> As a cat. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. So, yeah, we've um, had a good vacation. Mm-hmm. My vacation, well, our vacation. You're, you've been off vacation. You've had to go to work last week a couple times. Yep. I was off all last week. Yep. And... <laughs> I had 16 days of vacation, and that's abruptly coming to an end. <laughs> and she's about to ask for 16 more if she could. <laughs> Starting to feel a little ill. Yeah, I don't feel good. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to poop tomorrow. I'm sorry. I can't come on account of... <laughs> I don't I want don't to. Want to. <laughs> oh, man. No, yeah. it's back to routine tomorrow, which is kind of good. There is a nice thing about being back into your normal schedule. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I yes. think getting back into it is always, it's good. I think it's a good reset, though. I think everybody deserves a vacation. A oh, vacation absolutely. vacation to, like, just not stress. Oh, it's so good for your mental health. Yeah. It's so good for your soul, in my opinion. I mean, I just forgot what day it was for, like, a, a week and a half. And I was like, this is great. Like, it just, you're not worried about anything. It brought me back to the days of, like, college winter breaks when you don't have to pay any bills <sighs> and you just wake up at your mama's house and your laundry just does itself. And you're just like, And there's mm. food. And, yeah, it's just... Damn yeah. it. And we bitched. And I we know. bitched and we bitched. Kids that are in college that are listening to this, enjoy yourselves yeah. safely, <laughs> but enjoy yourselves because that comes to an end eventually. It sure does. Well, you know, we should probably also get into <laughs> what we're talking about today. <laughs> the paranormal part of the paranormal podcast we host. Because <laughs> we've talked about football, cats, and bad CGI. <laughs> Not wanting to go to work. Yeah, it's true. We've got a pretty interesting one today. We were driving yeah, home from, um, we did stay the night in Gillette, not, not Gillette Stadium, but. We slept on the field. <laughs> oh, can I just add one more thing? Yes. Caitlin's convinced that when Tom Brady ran out into the field, he pointed no, directly. He did. He did. <laughs> Tom Brady definitely pointed right at me. No, because he came running out. Everyone was all like crazy, but nobody was like fist bumping and I was like jumping in my seat like fist bumping. Caitlin had her like shirt up she was like flashing. <laughs> I did not. She did not. It's too cold for that. But I was like fist bumping and like screaming and he just like takes his finger and he like just pointed it like, right to me. He like ET phoned home yeah, you like he did. Whoa, and he pointed girl. right to me and I ah! and he said I'm gonna lose this game girl. <laughs> That's not funny. We're still in but mourning right I know. now. <laughs> I'm wearing black. Do you know I mean? <laughs> me too. This sucks. Let's talk about spooky shit. Let's work through that pain and talk through (laughs) spooky shit. Okay. Do you want to tell them kind of what we're talking about today? A lot of different shit. (laughs) Clearly. How are... Um, I don't know that we have really a. I don't know if there's um, a term. There's for not all a theme. This. There's a theme, but like not a. There's a lot of different things. Yeah. So we're kind of talking about spiritual things. This is a good umbrella term. Yeah. Um, Not. Uh, you know, hauntings or anything. It's kind of just different things. Yeah, it's more like (laughs) spiritual wellness, I guess. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe that's kind of a good, I don't know. No, it is. No, that's a perfect term because I took a course, I mentioned it 
in kind of my section, okay. um, I took a like holistic healing class in college, and really? it was like the easiest A I've ever gotten in my entire <laughs> life. Like uh, <laughs> we had the like hippiest, crunchiest, like old lady professor. Oh, can, did she look like Professor? I can never say her name. It starts with a T. Tarani from Harry Potter. Remember the divination lady? No, that's who I think of. No, <laughs> she looked more like what's her name that did herbology. <laughs> Oh, I love Professor Sprout. Yes, yes. Oh my God, she kind of looked like too. her. <laughs> okay, I'm down. Older lady, like always, just wore like you know, like the colorful, like bohemian kind of outfits. She's like your funky high school art teacher. Yeah. Okay. She, no, she was awesome though. Like she, I think she smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> just gonna you throw know. that out there. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but she. Like, always was super chill. She really didn't open her eyes a lot, but, like, she... <laughs> she didn't open her eyes? I think she was high all the time. Oh, okay. She, I was like, what? But we, like, we, like, it was a two-hour class, and, like, we napped a lot. Like, she ended the class with, like, Girl, 45 minutes. Girl, I bet you passed with flying colors if that no, class had naps. and it was at the end, it was, like, a 6 to, like, 8.30 class. Oh, my God. So, it was like, oh, you just ate dinner? Like... Take a 45-minute nap. <laughs> okay. She's Which, like, it's good for your mental health. And I was like, and I was like yes, it is. <laughs> good night. So she'd be like, bring your snuggies. Bring your pillows. And, like, we'd all just, like, flat lay out on the floor yeah. and, like, just sleep. Huh. But she okay. was super cool. No, she um, taught us a lot of different, I get holistic medicine. Sure. I guess. And kind of alternative medicine. Yeah. I mean, so, it's, a, it's a good knowledge to have. Yeah. It was super sure. cool. Um, I don't remember why we were really... Talking about her. Because we're talking about, like, spiritual wellness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but she, it was a really interesting class. It was an easy A. It was interesting, but also kind of enlightening, I guess, is a good sure. word. Well, that is kind of part kind of, of it. <laughs> just teaches you different things that maybe you don't see or realize every day. But, like, you make decisions every day, and it's maybe based on... What we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I would agree. And I feel like it's a lot of different aspects of it, too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, let me just... I was going to have you start. Okay. But I, I feel like since we're talking about... I don't even remember her name, but she was awesome. She yeah. was really cool. But let's start with kind of the aura. Okay, that's a good section. idea. Section. Yep. Because um, that sure. kind of ties into like what she kind of... Was talking about? Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, you did more in-depth on that. Can we? Can you tell we're jumbled right now? <laughs> can you tell we're tired and <laughs> I had it all set out. Fumes. I have all my notes set out right here, and I just threw a, a wrench in our in our plan. So sure, I think if you start with the aura or the chakras, and we can say. kind of blend in when I because I, I did auras and they and kind of did go chakras together. and there's yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, so chakras are always interesting to me, mainly because I, I still don't know a ton about them. Mm-hmm. I feel like with this, we tried to do kind of just a higher level Oh, yeah, you view. could. I mean, some of this stuff, yeah, you could just go deep in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> deep in spiritually. <laughs> I will say, too, that, you know, we're not, neither <laughs> other. Okay. <laughs> I have the maturity of a six-year-old. <laughs> I'm too tired to yell at you. Um, chakras. Chakras. Deep in. Deep in chakras. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So um, we're not experts on any of this, just to forewarn no, you. No, and there's... This is just research. Yeah, but you take, like, courses and stuff. Oh, sure. On this. I mean, these are things that, you know, people go to school for to learn. Well, so yeah, We're exactly. just touching the... The surface, the very... Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the <laughs> spiritual tip. All right. So chakras. Yes. So kind of a a good term for chakras that I found is that they can kind of be thought of as your energy centers on your body. Yep. Um, And the term chakra, I believe, is actually Sanskrit, and it kind of translates to wheel or disc. So it's kind of spherical. We can think of these like spherical centers of your body. Yep. And each, um, I believe there are seven chakras. We have major ones. We have minor ones. Yes. Didn't go as much into the minor chakras because I felt that could kind of get really into the weeds on oh, it. We're just trying to make an hour here. Not yeah. Four. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not a, an expert on this, so I'm just going with what I found. Uh-huh. Um, so as far as your major chakra goes, you kind of have them on all over your body. So I kind of went through the major ones. Okay. And we can talk about what they mean. Okay? Okay. And if you need to jump in with an aura-related topic, do it. I will cut you off gladly. Great. <laughs> all right. So the first one I have is your base or root chakra. 
And this one can be found at the base of your spine. So it's physically somewhere on your body. Right above your butt crack. Is that what you found? No. Oh. <laughs> right above. You're pointing right to your butt crack. <laughs> clinical term. Um, yes. It's at the base of your spine, above your butt crack. The color <laughs> associated with it is red. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long hour for me. <laughs> Everyone's like, and the socks are turning off. Okay. Red above your butt crack. Yes. Okay. And basically this chakra, it kind of represents our need to live proudly and securely. So this kind of made me think almost of like how I felt when I was in the closet before I came out. Mm -hmm. Um, My base and root chakra was probably clogged the hell up during that time (laughs) because I was not very proud or secure about myself. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what it made me think about. Because it sounds like, you know, these things do get off balance and you have to kind of recognize ways that you can kind of realign yourself. Right. Well, okay, so I'm going to cut you off. All right. <laughs> so I'm just reading because you have the colors here. Yeah. And oh, yep, chakras and auras in. are actually very, obviously, similar. So an aura is mm-hmm. kind of what I think everybody knows kind of what an aura is. It yeah. kind of is like a, an, an energy field yeah. um, that kind of emanates around you or an animal. Um, like a living thing. Yeah. It's, okay. it's called your subtle body. It's just not something that okay. you just see when you look at someone. Yeah. But some people can, or some people um, claim that, you know, photographs can show your aura. You Ooh. can have a, yeah, okay. Google um, aura photography and you'll see all kinds. It's oh. pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of just I the way, know like, color. Le- well, it, and so auras change all the time. Okay. Um, so your color may not always be your color. So we're going to get back yeah. to the hippie crunchy teacher, right? Okay. And Professor Sprout. Professor Sprout. <laughs> um, so, you know, I remember one of the first conversations we had with the class when, you know, this um, topic came up of auras and chakras mm-hmm. um, was, have you ever put a shirt on and loved it? And you're like, this is great. And then next week, you know, you wear your shirt, you go out, you feel great. And the next week you put it on and you're like, oh, I hate how that looks on me. That happens to me all the time when I buy a shirt sometimes. Like in the store, I'm like, well, I'm feeling myself. Like, look at me. And then I get home and I'm like, wow, you look like a potato sack. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That can be blamed on your aura. Okay. So your aura always changes. Like when you pick out, you know how sometimes like you pick pick an outfit out for me? Yes. And I've worn it a million times in my life. I'm like, I don't want to wear that today. I want to wear this. Your auras are pulling you towards that. Like there's a reason you want to pick like you picked a black shirt today. I know we're in mourning. And so (laughs) that's why we picked black. (laughs) But um, you picked black for a reason. You know, I picked gray for a reason. You gravitate towards these colors for a reason. Maybe you need more of, you know... If you're red, okay. like you said, the red was... Um, Security. Right. Maybe you're feeling insecure. Maybe hmm. you pick a red shirt, right? Okay. So your aura is yeah. very... Your chakra and your aura are very aligned. Related. Because red, a red aura is passion, physicality, strength, determination, and groundedness. So okay. I feel like that's that matches. just... Yeah. yeah, that's why I kind of... Sorry I had to jump in and like no, kind of cut okay. you off. No. But it really is directly related. So I think we can kind of go back and forth. Okay. Um... I agree. Yeah. It's, that's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Continue. Okay. So the next one is called your sacral chakra. Mm -hmm. It's in your lower abdomen. Okay. And its color is usually represented by orange. Okay. And basically this kind of has, um, it's tied to a a need for pleasure in your life, whether that's like pleasure in what you're doing. Um, It talks about like, you know, like being sexually, you know, having pleasure in that. Um, (laughs) Just read my notes. I'm like... (laughs) With orange. (laughs) Can you please... I can't see it. You just said... Orange for aura is excitement, vitality, thrill-seeking, leadership, confidence. And I said, oh, it's me. (laughs) You're just talking about like like a sexual thrill-seeker. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is you. (laughs) Continue. Okay. Um, this is sacral, so your abdomen. Yes, lower abdomen. Yep. Um, it basically represents a need for pleasure in your life, no matter what like aspect of your life that is. Yeah. So perhaps if you're not happy like in a relationship or something, this may cause your that chakra to be kind of off. Maybe this is why we love Halloween so much. Because we love orange. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pumpkins. Okay. We love a fucking pumpkin. It's true. Maybe. Listen. Yeah. All right. All right. Next. 
Next is your solar plexus chakra. And I couldn't find, I found like it's in your, like in your abdomen somewhere. Isn't your, your solar plexus, isn't that like, it's up in your like diet, near your diaphragm, I believe. I don't know. I know it's somewhere in your chest. I forget where exactly. Don't put me on the spot. This is not popcorn. I don't. <laughs> popcorn, Caitlin. Do not popcorn me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing, so. Okay. I, um, okay, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, and its color is yellow. Okay. Um, and it represents a need for control. So my guess is when you feel like you are in control of your life and in cr- control of the things around you, this, you know, your uh, chakra is very well aligned. But if you're feeling like things aren't within your control, again, I kind of tied this one really heavily to the base and root chakra, like with not being out. Like, I guess for me, when I was in the closet about mm-hmm. being gay, it felt like I didn't have control over that because I was so terrified all the time that I was going to be outed without yeah. my, which happened anyway. So it's yeah. not like I stopped that. <laughs> you needed to wear more red. Yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> Maybe that would have like fixed this whole thing. You solved all your problems Oof. by wearing a red shirt. <laughs> They're like, no, just come out of the closet. <laughs> Which I did. You so, did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oops. Good Didn't tell you that. <laughs> Whoopsies. Okay. Um, okay. And so that's yellow? Yes. Okay. So yellow and yellow aura is a little bit different. Okay. Um, it's more tied to optimism, laughter, freedom, inspiration, and creativity. Okay. I mean, I guess maybe. It's kind of, you have control of all of that, your creativity. I mean, your inspiration just comes to you. It's not. Yeah. Well, my question is, too, can you, is your aura, is it one color at a time? Or can no. an aura be multicolored? It can be multicolored, like, and it can change it any second. It kind of reminds me of, like, a mood ring. You okay. Know, like your it's like your ring. body mood ring. Yeah. Other gotcha. than, you know, your mood ring is usually just, like, your body temperature. So if yeah. you're, like, really pissed off, it's going to be, like, fire red. <laughs> True. If you're dead, it's going to be blue. But <laughs> So I, I just kind of see it as, like, your body's mood ring oh. and kind of what you need or, yeah. like, what you're glowing with. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, I would imagine it's a depiction of, because there's multiple chakras, but it's kind of the summation of all of your chakra, like, how you're feeling in an aspect, like in relation to all of these chakras, your aura would be dependent on that. I, that I think, sense? I think chakras come first and aura comes second. This is just me talking. This okay, is, yeah, we, we do not have no, a PhD in chakras no, and auras. I'm telling you that right now. No, I have no idea, but my, it's this is just coming like, like from the raw material that we have. Chakras kind of come first and the aura is kind of, it's not exploding the color, but it's yeah. showing the color. Okay, right? it's a display. Of yeah, of what is sure. going on with your with your chakras. Okay. Like when you have to align your chakras, mm-hmm. I feel like you can channel what you need, and maybe that changes your aura. Sure. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. All right. Just give me the degree now. <laughs> <clears throat> Next. Next is your throat chakra. <laughs> Obviously, is located in your throat. Um, the color associated with this one is blue. Okay. And it's obviously based on being that your throat, it's about communication. It's about being able to communicate your truth, communicate mm-hmm. your concerns, your desires. Um, and being, again, this kind of all comes back to being open and honest and proud of, like, who you are. Mm-hmm. So this relates to a need to openly communicate, you know, your life into those around you and to yourself. I think it's kind of... Oh, you needed to wear more blue. Well. Not red. Blue and red. Yeah. She's red, white, and blue, girl. She's wearing the American America. flag. You would be just fine. Um, No, the blue aura is yep. exactly the same. Okay. It's communication, self-expression, depth, intuition, and clarity. So, I mean, that just makes a lot more sense. Does, um, is, are there more chakras? There are. There's two more. Oh, okay. Great. Ignore my page. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. So, let's <laughs> try not to... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Be obnoxious. Like, <laughs> Sounds like you, your mom and your sister, when we were driving, um, and they were Red. all in the back seat, and I was, like, trying to make eye contact with Jeff, like, in the back seat, in the rear view mirror, and, and I was, driving. like, almost rear-ending someone, and they're all, like, break, 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 <laughs> It's true. And you're just, like, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> it's true. I was trying to be polite and make eye contact. I'm sorry I was driving. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Next. Ready? Yes. This one is probably one of the more well-known ones, I guess, you read about, is your third eye <clears throat> chakra. <laughs> <laughs> and this is located um, between your eyebrows, it said. Uh-huh. And um, I believe this 
one is also blue, I wrote down. I don't know. I'd have to go back and check Um, that. So what I have for Aura, because mm-hmm. I think we're pretty much on the same exact, it was Indigo. Indigo, okay. That may so be, that I, may... I just wrote blue by accident. <laughs> <laughs> probably Indigo. <clears throat> I think it's probably Indigo, because okay. we're right online with Auras and Chakras here. Yeah, and this really represents just like, you know, obviously use your eyes to see. Your third eye is kind of, it's used for intuition, it's used for insight and awareness. So if you feel like you're not mm-hmm. getting the right intuition about something, perhaps that means that, you know, the chakra is kind of out of whack. Um, so that is the third eye. Yes. Any thoughts on that for I? No, it's very similar for your aura, your indigo aura. Um, I do love indigo. Our mattress. Oh, it's if true. If you need a bed in a box. If we were a sponsor, that'd be the perfect ad. <laughs> it really would way. be. Because like, we... <laughs> indigo um, mattress is badass. Yeah, it But is. your indigo aura is pretty badass, too. And mm-hmm. it's wisdom, insight, sensitivity, spirituality, and, like, a deeper, um, like, inner knowing. Sure. So, yeah. Very aligned and, like, Yes. Focused. In tune with yourself. hmm Sure. So let me guess. Uh huh. Your last chakra is purple. Yes. Ha. Knew it. Nice. And that is your crown chakra. Okay. That is above, obviously, at the top of your head. Yep. Um, it's represented often by uh, purple or violet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it represents overall union and bliss. So I think kind of your general happiness is based on, mm-hmm. you know, this chakra being kind of in tune. In tune, yeah. And those were all the chakras I found. Those are the chakras. Your purple aura is uh, your high consciousness, mm-hmm. um, visionary qualities, and spiritual awareness. So okay. very similar. Yeah. And when I was reading about them, too, I was reading that, you know, if you feel like one of these may be kind of out of line or you're kind of struggling with one of these, that, like you said, like wearing more of that color, like if you're having a hard time communicating something, for example, mm-hmm. wearing blue, um, it said... From what I read, like eating foods that are blue, like blueberries or whatever, mm-hmm. um, supposedly that is supposed to help kind of realign things. Yes. And it's also your subconscious, I think, has a big part in that. Sure. That you may not say like, oh, I, you know, I need, you know, more strength. So I'm going to wear red. It yeah, may be that like you're feel just stronger. feeling right. Just kind of like blah. And then you just pick a red shirt and then you're just like, you know what? My day's going to be fucking awesome. Look at my yeah. cool red shirt. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got a little bit of history, I guess. We're going to kind of go yeah. backwards, I guess, since yeah. we kind of just jumbled this <laughs> together. <laughs> no, go for it. Um, on auras. Um, so an aura can be read by a psychic or a holistic practitioner. Okay. Um, but some kind of mediums just see it. Okay. You just walk by you and see it. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be like a client or like someone that, you know, is studied. Sure. Okay. Um, so, in Latin and ancient Greek, it means wind, breeze, or breath. Mm, so, okay. Um, inner um, body is kind of how it's okay. described. Yeah. Um, in New Age alternative medicine, the aura is seen as a hidden anatomy that can affect the health of a patient and client. So, that makes sense with kind of needing the color, needing something else. Mm. If you're, like, really sad. Yeah. You need a different color. It sure. Can affect... Like if your aura is black, you may need yeah. You may need some color yeah thrown into uh, your life. Right? I see that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's really old. Yes. Um, auras and chakras. Um, there was a man named Charles Webster Leadbeater, okay. um, and he was a former church or a priest of the Church of England. Okay. Um, so he was kind of a nutball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it had kind of gotten popular and. Just um, photography kind of came first, and I think it more had to do with like the reflection of the sun and windows, and mm-hmm. you know how you take like a picture, and sometimes like the sun is like yeah. glowing around you. Yep. Um, that kind of sparked that whole like theory. Okay. Um, and this uh, man, Charles Webster Leadbeater, kind of took it to the next level. Um, mm-hmm. He had a little bit of um, like background of like ma- not magic but just kind of being a little hokey i guess okay um he thought that men came from mars <laughs> oh, is that where the saying comes from then um what? like men are from mars women are from venus i don't know i thought there was a saying about that i think it's men come from venus because they have a penis 
I haven't heard that and one. And women come from Mars because they wear lots of bras. <laughs> that only works if you're in New England because you're the only one that says bra as bra. <laughs> I just said that on tape. <laughs> but you're so old, it's not even a tape. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Fuck. Man. What, what did we say? Fuck it. Fuck it. Two, <laughs> 2020, folks. Fuck, Fuck it. it. <laughs> it's not even a Go tape. Go on about his men from Mars. <laughs> You've never heard that? Uh, or men are from Jupiter to get more stupider? Y- yeah, I've heard of that. Oh. Well, I heard that men were from Venus because they have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Things are different up in Maine. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Anyways, he thought they came from Mars, but if you were more advanced and more in tuned, uh-huh. you came from the moon. So if you're like super smart, like... You came from the moon. Our, our white chakras away. <laughs> Our giant dog chakras. <laughs> Our chocolate chakra here. Dennis is saying hello to everybody. You, you are sleeping him. so good. You're going to tap dance for everybody. Oh, good job. Bye, buddy. Are oh, you going to gag? Oh, okay. There, bless, bless you. Bless you. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was just kind of him. He was kind of hokey, um, and he tried to... Um, <laughs> bless you, Dennis. <laughs> Professional. Go away. <laughs> he tried to connect um kind of auras and chakras um scientifically mm-hmm. to kind of show that they were like a legit thing not just kind of something hokey like sure. from Mars or something okay um so he tried to um connect your aura okay. with a part of your body like a gland or a sp- so i think that ties a lot in with you that you had specific places like yes. your spine, your yeah. stomach, your throat, like yep. those all came somewhere, and that's more of a chakra. Mm-hmm. And I think the aura is more of an overall kind of kind sense. of yeah. Okay, yeah, I yeah, so that makes sense. There's kind of just a weird connection there. Um, yeah, so that's kind of all I really had with okay. that. But that's there was just a little history. bit of. Um, <laughs> We are so sorry for the telling. <laughs> we tried to kick you out and you came right back. It's not dinner time yet. Do we need to pause so I can put away the white pony? Let's. <laughs> we're going to time out. Be right back. <laughs> if we had a sponsor, this would be, be a really good time right for you now. to have an ad. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Be right back so we can put our dog away. <laughs> Love you. And, and we're back. back. <laughs> sorry about that. You know, they really would just have no idea if we just like paused it and came back. But it's true. You know what? We we put out we put the white pony upstairs. <laughs> we're not shy about our hot mess. Yeah. Okay. All so right. I think we're kind of wrapped up with the auras and chakras. Okay. So I think. Do you want to? I think it's going to make more sense if I go next. Okay. With palm reading because it's kind of aligned in the same. Okay. Yeah. Kind of spot. Gotcha. And your last one is kind of. A step away from kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, Does that no, make sense? Agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I kind of went into palm reading. Okay. Have you ever had your palm read? Uh, you know, I was trying to remember that. I I may did have. Did she in Florida when I we think went? She did to Universal. I I feel like she did. I wasn't around. You, I think but she did. T- I, yeah, I think she did. Did she? Read? Okay. okay. I've never had my palm read. Um, this I really want to do it. I really want to have. A it's reading. really uh, there was so much more. Like information on it than I thought I would ever find. Yeah, and it's really I never really I guess understood what they meant. I just thought the lines on my hands were just the roadmap to the Chick Fil A. (laughs) It's not right. (laughs) I was wrong. (laughs) Wow, especially on a Sunday because they're not open, and I'm really upset. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So palm reading. It's also Uh called palmistry. Okay. Um. It's. Really just a claim of being able to tell the future um, through your palms. Sure. Um, okay. So if you really do look, I mean, you're, <laughs> we're looking now. <laughs> they're very interesting. I mean, they're. Well, they're unique to everyone. A lot of weird lines. And you're like, what the fuck are these? Yeah. Um, so palmistry is kind of, it's really old. Um, sure. It's thousands of years old. Okay. And it's obviously spread Worldwide. Yep. It's kind of, it's everywhere. Sure. Um, so, I lost my train of thought. It's all over the world. Oh. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's old and it's everywhere. 
Um, so if you hear of the um, kind of readers, they can be called palmists, okay. hand readers, hand um, analysts, or chirologists. I, I can, guess I can I, tell those chirologists or chirologists. Chirologists, chirologists. My mm-hmm. my Google search, you know, went really in depth here. Sure, <laughs> palm reader. That's yeah. what I know them as. Okay. Um, so it was likely to have began in India, mm-hmm. um, and then it had spread out through Eurasia. Okay. Which, if you don't know what Eurasia is, it is Europe and Asia. <laughs> yes. Okay. I had to Google it. <laughs> um, okay, so it said to obviously have started in India. Yep. Um, a few thousand years ago, there was a Hindu sage named Wilmiki, um, who okay. was said to have written a book with 567 stanzas about palmistry. Okay. And it was called The Teachings of, this was his name, um, I'm sorry, I'm not Indian, um, Velmiki. Maharshi on male palmistry. Okay. The teachings of Valmiki, Maharshi on male palmistry. Okay. That was his book that sure. he was said to have written. Okay. On this. Um, so it kind of started to pick up traction. Um, fun fact, Aristotle mm-hmm. found a, I think it's called a treatise or treatise. It's kind of like so. a research paper. Okay. <laughs> yep. He had found this research paper mm-hmm. and um, it was all on palm reading. So he actually showed it to Alexander the Great, who was DTF with palm reading. Like, he found it DTF badass. palm reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah, that was good. Um, he loved it. Okay. Um, and so he actually, when he hired his officers, they had to have their palms read. Ooh, interesting. To try to analyze them. It was like the original background check. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I just, I thought that was like super that interesting. interesting. I'm like yeah. super cool. So he actually used that in a way to try to learn about, you know, if his, you know, officers were going to be like good people or bad people. Okay. You, know, you can tell that on your palms, yeah, right? fair. Um, so that was just a fun fact that I threw in there. Um, okay. But as you can imagine, in the Middle Ages, palm reading was kind of um, suppressed by like the Catholic Church. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, and it was um, kind of known as like a pagan superstition. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> um, so it was actually classified as a forbidden art. Okay. Um, and I didn't know what any of these were, so I'm going to kind of go into them because I was just like, what's a forbidden art sure. in, in, the, in yeah. that time? Um, so it was necromancy, which yeah, you can kind enough. of figure out what these are kind of by what they're called. Yeah. Um, that's, actually, that's obviously magic kind of communication with dead people. Right. Um, yeah. There's geomancy, which is kind of interpreting... Um, like patterns on the ground and what they mean kind of with soil or dirt or rocks. Yeah. Um, There is um, aeromancy, which is kind of the same thing, but with atmospheric conditions, wind, rain, Mm -hmm. hail, hurricanes, things like that. Um, There's pyromancy. Fire! (laughs) Fair, yeah. (laughs) My brother and I one time started a fire in we could have prevented a forest fire. <laughs> oh, boy. But we were so bored one time that we, if we whittle two sticks together long enough, can we start a fire? Because we're like, bet we can't. Oh, my God. We did. Oh and we boy. got in so much trouble. We had to, like, stomp the yeah, fire out. I'm sure. And then we got super scared, and we ran in. We told Mammy, and we're like, Mammy, we started a fire. <laughs> oh she God. slapped our asses and made us sit on the couch for, like, an hour. <laughs> Yeah. We weren't allowed to do that anymore. Good. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously that's fire. Yep. Uh, hydromancy, which is water. Mm-hmm. Um, and then spatulomancy. And I was really disappointed that it wasn't, it had nothing to do with spatulas. <laughs> what spatulomancy. is it? Spatulomancy. Okay. Do you know what that is? It makes me think of spatial, but. No, it's bones. Oh, okay. Bones and whittled. Mm. And, yeah. Okay. I was disappointed. No spatulas. No spatulas. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so palm reading kind of went away. It kind of just died out, fizzled out, wasn't mm-hmm. really a big thing. Um, until about 1839, a man named <laughs> Captain Kashmir Stanzelis de Arpendingeni. Okay. Um, he published a book called La Chronology. Chronology. Okay. <laughs> Doing so good here with these foreign <laughs> words. Um, and it gained a lot more popularity um, and kind of came back into the, like, limelight of, you know how we talked about 
like mediums mm-hmm. and how it was kind of like kind of like dark magic and then sure. now like nowadays it's like everybody yeah seems to have seen one or known one or had mm-hmm. an experience with one sure so it kind of did that kind of little bloop bloop okay um, so kind of more modern time for us, there was a man named William John Warner. Okay. Um, and he set up a palmistry practice in London. Okay. Um, and it kind of just spread from there. He actually had some really famous clients, which, hmm. who knew all these people were into palm reading? Ready okay. for them? Yeah. Mark Twain. Oh, okay. Um, Sarah Bernhardt, Oscar Wilde, Grover Cleveland. Oh, wow. Thomas Edison, the Prince of Wales, and Joseph Chamberlain. Huh. And they all went to this guy, William John Warner. To have their palms read. To have their palms oh, read. Okay. Super that cool, is right? Um, okay, so that's kind of like a background of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives you, kind of was a long time ago, was really popular, fizzled out, came, came back. back. And now I feel like it's like, yeah, it's here and there. It's, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so what do they do? How do they read How your palm? Work? Yeah. Um, has, you know, a lot of similarities with chakras and palm readings. It's just very more, um, like, in your face. Okay. You know, you can see your lines. Sure, yeah. Um, so you can also Google, if you want to kind of follow along with what this is, um, you can find the lines mm-hmm. on your hand and where they are mm-hmm. and then what they mean. Okay, yeah. Um, so it'll be easier with kind of a, a visual. Yeah. But if you don't want to, you can just listen to my just beautiful voice here. <laughs> um, so they're going to start... With your dominant hand. Okay. Um, and then they're going to start to look at your shape. The That's shape the of your first hand. first thing they look at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so they're going to look at your skin tone. They're going to look at your fingernails, your prominence of your knuckles, um, and just kind of the general size of your hand um, and just how it's kind of formed. Like, do you have webbed fingers or just, like, regular fingers? Mm, okay. Um, and then if you have any kind of distinguish or distinguishing <laughs> features, yeah, <laughs> big word there, um, like birthmarks or scars, yeah. um, freckles. That's taken into account. And that all is taken into account and kind of what that means. Okay. Um, okay. So what are the shapes? What do they mean? What do they look for? Okay. Okay. Um, earth is the first one. Okay. Earth hands are generally identified um, by broad kind of square palms and fingers, mm-hmm. um, more thick or coarse skin, and more of like a ruddy color. Okay. Um, the length of the palm from wrist to the bottom of the finger is usually equal to the length of the finger. Hmm. Okay. Mine is not even close. So, yeah, no. Mine's... A... I am not Earth. No, I don't think I am either. <laughs> okay. Um, then there's air. Um, Air hands exhibit square or rectangular palms with long fingers and sometimes have protruding knuckles, low set thumbs, and often very dry skin. Hmm. The length of the palm from the wrist to the bottom of the fingers is usually equal to the length of the fingers. Again, I'm not... I'm not air. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just getting tricked out of theirs. Okay. Water. Water hands are seeable by the long, sometimes oval-shaped palm. With long, flexible, conical fingers. I am double-jointed. I wonder if I'm water hands. Maybe. Fun fact, I am double-jointed in my hands. Um, The length of the palm to the wrist, from the wrist to the bottom of the fingers, is usually less than the width across the widest part of the palm. And usually (laughs) is equal to the... Yeah, it's just this side. It's just instead of length, it's width. Huh. Okay. Ooh, look at that. Oh. My, oh, I think I'm water hands. I may be water, too. I think I got water hands. Ooh, fire hands. I might have those. <laughs> Spirit fingers. <laughs> yeah, go on. Fire hands are usually characterized by a square or rectangular palm, mm-hmm. flushed or pink skin, and shorter fingers. The length of the palm from the wrist to the bottom of the fingers is usually greater than the length of the fingers. I think that's me. That's, Yeah. I think you got fire hands. I got fire hands, too. I think I'm water. I think you're fire. Ooh, okay. Okay. So that's the shape of your hands, right? Yep. So then there are the lines. Mm-hmm. There are a bazillion. Yeah. <laughs> so I went, there's three major lines. So mm-hmm. I kind of stuck with those. If you really want to get in depth, yeah. a simple Google search will show you all the lines and kind of what they mean. Um, I stuck with the three kind of major ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first line is the heart line, and okay. that represents love and attraction. 
um, there's the headline, mm-hmm. and it's reflecting your mind. Okay. It's more of how you learn, how you interpret, your thirst for knowledge, and your intellectualism. Okay. Your lifeline, um, this is actually the most controversial line. Sure. Um, it has a lot to do with your physical and your mental health. Okay. Your well-being, um, your cataclysmic events, mm-hmm. physical injuries, and your relocations. Okay. Um, so those are kind of your bigger hmm. lines. And you can see them right in your hand. It just went one, two, three. Kind of goes from the top to oh, I and see three. Like you have three two. major lines. Yep. Okay. Um, so the top line is... Um, your heart line, second is headline, and third is lifeline. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. And then all the ones in between do have names and... There's a lot of them. <laughs> ...where they are and how they go and what they go and Google Interesting. that. Interesting, yeah. Was, there are a ton, and they all have kind of a different meaning. Those were the bigger ones. Um, but, yeah. No, that makes me want to have my palm red now. It would be interesting to kind of read your own palm, mm-hmm. since you kind of can Google it yeah. and see. And, like, interpret it again. And then see what, like, Someone an actual palmist would say, yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. We should do that. I just talked a lot. <laughs> You're like, and I'm done. I'm tired. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm off the hook now. Yeah. I just get to all sit back, stuff. relax, and just listen. Ride and just ride through. this seltzer water here and just <laughs> listen away this i'm very interested in yours and what you found on your next yeah this one's kind of off the this is a little different a little different but i think it, it fits in it kind of does especially with some of what you were just saying fits in with what i found too so there may be more connections than you think but <clears throat> someone had recommended um on instagram that we look at tarot which mm-hmm. i've always had an interest in um mainly because i've always wanted to try it like try Learning how to read tarot. You want to read tarot? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I've always been a little scared to do it. Have you ever had? I've had my cards readings? read. Yeah. Um, I've never. I see. I want to. I'd like to go get like a tarot reading done now. Like we should. We should. We're just gonna get our palms read. Or We're gonna get all tarot of our cards shit read. read. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> We're gonna align our chakras. <laughs> We're gonna get everything looking good for twenty twenty. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's, it's always been an interest to me. Um, and again, in case you haven't figured that out yet, we are not tarot readers. So this is what (laughs) I found on it. Please don't come at me if I, if please correct me, but, um, I found, there's a really good website that I found in this called, uh, sagegoddess.com and it did a really good, um, kind of introduction to tarot and kind of explaining things. Okay. So I highly recommend going there if you want to learn more about this too. Basically the way this website kind of. Uh, define tarot is as a symbolic roadmap that encompasses our spiritual and practical journey through life. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I found, you don't need to be a medium or a psychic to read tarot. Okay. Um, because it's meant to reveal insights about a person or about yourself. And um, tarot's been around basically forever, just mm-hmm. like palm reading has been. But oftentimes, way back when, these people that read tarot were thought as like oracles, people who could see the future. Okay, yep. But that's kind of a misconception from what I found, was that tarot is not about, your future is a part of it, but it's not about just foretelling the future. It's about understanding yourself mm-hmm. and like what makes you tick and how you can go after the things that you really want. It's supposed to reveal those things about you. Now, please just tell me if you're going to get into this, but I just have a question uh-huh. popped into my head, so if yeah. you're going to cover this later, let me know. Yep. But can you read your own tarot cards? You know, I have I found yes and no. Okay. So I don't have an answer for that gotcha. specifically. There are some, it seems that there are some people who feel like because you know yourself obviously the best, <laughs> reading your own tarot cards could be confusing. Like, okay. you're more likely to misinterpret things. Sure. Other people argue that because you know yourself the best, you are more likely to give yourself an accurate tarot reading. An honest review, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Interesting. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, but... Yeah, I know. This is... I'm I'm super stoked for this. And from everything I read, too, when I was looking through this, Mm -hmm. is there's um, kind of the superstition that we've always heard that you have to be gifted tarot cards. You should never buy them. Mm Mm-hmm. From what everything I found, that seems to be more of a superstition. I have I read a lot, and a lot of people who read tarot do buy their own decks because mm-hmm. they feel connected to them, and that seems to really influence like the quality of the reading. Okay. So I'm not saying, you know, I'm not going one way or the other. I'm just no. That's, that's what just, I found. Yeah. Uh huh. So basically, a tarot deck is comprised of two kind of major components. Mm-hmm. Um, one is called the Major Arcana. 
and the other is called a minor arcana. And if it's called arcana, please let me know, because I'm just going on <laughs> how I'm pronouncing this. Um, and basically, the major arcana consists of 22 cards, and the purpose of these cards is that they're meant to reveal major, they call them secrets, but I'm guessing these are major facets of your life, and or, or whoever you're reading. Mm-hmm. And they're meant to represent 22 phases of the journey through life. So they're numbered 0 through 21. And they have different characters, different right. themes. Um, also, there's the minor arcana. And they represent daily aspects of life. So these are kind of the smaller facets, but just as important. For example... They're all on the same deck. Yes. As okay. far as I could see, yes. And okay. again, if I am wrong and you read tarot, please let me know. <laughs> Because I have many and it questions. makes sense. I mean, it makes sense that they're all in the same pack. I'm just, sure. So I think the point is that it's supposed to reveal major things about you and minor things about, like, your daily okay. life. Yep. Um, and within the minor arcana, there are uh, four, yes, four suits, just like you had to have mm-hmm. in a deck of cards. Wands, swords, cups, and pentacles. Wands are fire, or represent fire, I think. Uh, swords represent air. Say Cup. it again. Swords. Oh. Did I say it weird? Swords. <laughs> Swords. Swords <laughs> represent air. Swords. Swords. <laughs> Cups represent water, and pentacles represent the earth, which matches up to what you were saying with palm reading, like earth, air, water, fire. Yeah. Like, there's this callback to the elements. We literally combined these without... We didn't even know that they all were There's connected. so many connections. That's I really didn't funny. think tarot was going to be connect, like connected, and it actually It's really turning is. out to be that way. Isn't that weird? Co- Our chakras are aligned. We're aligning, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of the breakdown of what the okay. deck looks like. And there are different types of tarot decks. Uh, the Rider Weight deck is the most popular. Okay. It came out kind of in the early 1900s, but there are other types of decks that people use. There is not a right or wrong deck. Okay. These other decks include um, what are called the Crowley. Thoth Tarot, mm-hmm. the Golden Tarot, the Hermetic Tarot, and the Wildwood Tarot. I, I think it's kind of a personal connection. I'm you're, like, mm-hmm. sorry, you're not. It, you said you found like mixed reviews of having been gifted mm-hmm. a deck or picking one. Like if you're supposed to. So if you just go and see four different decks, one should kind of pull your attention, and that's what you're supposed to... That's kind of what I got the sense of, the fact that, you know, if you feel a strong connection to a deck, then that is what um, you should theoretically use. But again, not a professional, just from what I found. Um, So kind of in going through that, um, you know, obviously when you go and you get your cards read, they ask you, if I remember correctly, they ask you to pull a card first, Mm -hmm. and then they shuffle and they put cards on the table. And then they kind of go through and interpret what those cards mean for you. Now, do you know why they pull a certain card? I don't. I mm-hmm. think if, and I'm just trying to remember when I had this done. Um, I remember her telling me to pick, she, you know, I couldn't see the cards. She mm-hmm. shuffled them. She kind of fanned them out. And she said, pull the card that is the most appealing to you. Like, mm-hmm. mind you, you can't see them. You're just kind of going. Yeah. And that is supposed to kind of guide the reading. Gotcha. And she draws more cards behind that. And I believe the position of those cards dictates different parts of your life. I see. That makes sense. So those are called tarot spreads. Gotcha. Um, the most classic spread is called the Celtic Cross. Okay. And it consists of 11 cards, including a card called the Significator. And that is a card that acts as a representation of the person who's getting the reading. Okay. So it could be um, that the person doing the reading picks that card for you. Like, you seem like this card. So we're going to start here. Yep. It's basically all about intuition, like how you feel about someone in the person you're reading. Um, and then the positions, like I just said, the positions and the order of the cards that are laid out represent different positions in your life. For example, um, you know, one position may represent conflict. So the card you pull for conflict is going to reveal information about okay the conflicts in your life. So is there a certain like spot, like you have different positions and then so for each position there's a card and that's representative of this part yes and this card is representative of this part yeah so it's not just randomly drawing and like they read the cards it's whatever no. card is picked for that spot for that is position oh, and then they're okay. interpreting based on what that card Ooh, is what that could mean that's cool okay gotcha and it, right and the thing i like about this too is that there's not 
you know, just one interpretation. There are so many ways to interpret the cards okay. based on the person you're reading sure. for. Right. Which, again, that makes sense on as why you're supposed to have a really strong connection with your tarot deck mm-hmm. because you need it to help guide that, like, intuition. What's your yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of went through some of the more common cards that you see in tarot mm-hmm. just to kind of give you um, some examples. Yeah. For, one is called The Fool. There's a card called <laughs> That's me. That would be my numero uno. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where it gets interesting, though, because it's kind of not what you think. Okay. Like, the fool makes me think of a stupid person. Like, you're a fool. You just call me well, I'm stupid. not calling you stupid. Oh. I'm just saying the fool makes me think of an ignorant person. <laughs> gotcha. Right? It doesn't necessarily mean that. From what I found, it more represents a desire or a need for a new adventure. Oh. It's meant to say, like, you know, perhaps if your future... I'm just guessing on this. If in your future position you pull maybe the fool, maybe it means that, you know, you're looking to change things up. You need something new. We're both fools. <laughs> yeah. Um, sim- similarly, one with kind of a negative connotation is the hanged man. Um, you know, obviously sounds a little ominous, yeah. but it represents a need to see something from a new perspective. And if you look up an image of that card, you'll see the man is hanging upside down usually by his foot Ooh. um but it means that you need to see something from a different different view, view okay not necessarily ominous it just it's another just interpretation yep. uh-huh. and then kind of the most famous card that we always hear about in tarot is the death card Ooh. does not mean actual death okay. that's basically the death card from what i read it symbolizes rebirth and it means rebirth from letting things go that are already gone so, so if, if you pull the death card that's kind of a good thing Kind of, yeah. I think it's a really common... Okay. People often get really freaked out. And I remember her telling me that when I got my tarot reading, too. Like, it does not mean... Did she pull death? No, oh. she didn't. But she said at the very beginning that she, and every medium obviously operates differently, mm-hmm. but she basically said, you know, if um, it's not my job to... I'm not going to relay anything bad to you unless I feel like you absolutely it's, have to know mm-hmm. it. Um, so if you see a card like death, it does not necessarily, it does not mean you're going to die. Mm-hmm. It's simply a symbol that, you know, in this case, there's some kind of rebirth in store. Like you need yeah. to change, you need to let go of something. And that's the death we're talking about, not your physical death. I gotcha. I'm going to side note a little bit. Yep. Just when you were saying like she wasn't going to tell you anything unless, um, like she felt it was really going to, the, um... I don't remember if we have a name for her, but our medium that we have used. Oh, yep. Um, what do we call her? Psychic Nancy or... Um, um. I forget what we called her. Psychic Susie. So, okay, Psychic Susie. I think yeah. we used her. Um, I remember when we... I think it, you were there for our reading mm-hmm. with my mother in yeah. the house she used to live on. Yeah. And she said, like, I usually don't say anything negative or bad or mm-hmm. scary unless it's really important. But she's like, this is really important to tell you. Yeah. And she looked right at my mom and she goes, do you walk where they lived? It was a pretty busy road. Yeah. Yeah. She said, like, do you walk this road a often? Lot. And my mm-hmm. mom said, yeah, we go for a walk every night. Mm-hmm. And she said, never walk this road again. Like, do wow. not walk this road ever again. Interesting. And I was like, she just, she never did. She huh. never walked that road. Yeah. Again, you know exactly what road I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. You said that, and it just made me think of like it's she true. wasn't going to tell you anything, and she told her it's that. It's important because obviously. obviously she saw something, and she like shook her head, and she goes, "Never walk this road again." Yeah. Like, did she get hit by a car? Did she get no like, kidnapped Ooh. or like yeah. what? You know, you don't know. She didn't say That's what she saw, but she just sure. made it very like you need to promise me you will never walk this road again. Yeah. Wow. That is Weird, crazy right? now that you think about it. And yeah. that's going to get into another episode that we were just talking about that I want to do. Oh, yeah. Is the psychics that, you like, know, true do, crime and... Yep. Like, can find, like, dead bodies or, like, have right, a Right, that help the police. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's going to be a really interesting one yeah. to do. Okay, sorry. I totally sidetracked, but when you said that, it made me think of when she definitely... Yeah. Was, like, it was scary. No, and I mean... That's, it's good to be able to interpret what those kind of things are, like the yeah. need to know was obviously. That was obviously one. Yeah. And that was on it. That was really what I had for, you know, tarot. Okay. Um, but yeah, it made me really interested in it. Um, I'd like to get a reading, mm-hmm. but um, maybe in the future I'd like to have a deck. I don't know. It'd be cool. Yeah. It would be really cool. It'd be interesting. Yeah. We should find a medical physical store or medical, what is it called? Metaphysical? Metaphysical. Medical. Medical physical Medical store. physical <laughs> store. <laughs> Metaphysical store. Metaphysical. Right. Yep. There was that blue, Mexicali blues in Maine. We should go there. Mm, yeah. Sponsor us. I don't even know if they're still open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a big hippie hey. store. I loved it. Yes. 
Well, that's all I got. That's for- cool. Well, y'all asked for an hour, and we got 59 minutes and 25 seconds. It was a hot seconds, mess, so but we came in in an hour, and we're going to make it. I feel like we started out a little rough, so if you're still listening, like, good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're running so... on about four hours of sleep. I'm really depressed about the Patriots. My aura is poop brown because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is glaring in my eyes off the lake. Look yes. at all the geese out there. That's true. Another interesting thing that Psychic Susie oh, yeah. talked to us about Um we, I see geese all the time. Yeah, you do. And she kind of read that as like that you're following the right path. So if you see geese, mm. you just continue what you're doing. So you know what? I see geese and I'm just going to kick it here and watch football. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I mean, I think that's going to wrap it up. Yeah. Episode 30. I mean, that's wild. Here we go. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And if you've been with us, you know, from the, the beginning, thank you. Because I know we've. <laughs> Gone through a lot of transitions <laughs> in doing this, but we're still grateful nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The fact that we still have anybody listening still is pretty cool. miraculous at some point. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yes. come talk to me on Facebook. Yep. Go see Caitlin on Facebook. Um, remember, you can come see us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can also reach us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. And you can always email us at Ghoul Friends Podcast at gmail.com. And one last thing before we go, kind of random, but you know what? I'm shameless, so I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> um, if anyone listening could put out good vibes for my mom this week, it would be really appreciated. Yes. She um, she was diagnosed with breast cancer in November, and she's going through a double mastectomy this week. So, so far, everything looks good, and we're hoping for a really good outcome. Yes. Um, but, you know, we have this outlet, so I'm going to be shameless and use it because we can use all the good thoughts <laughs> well, we can get. Well, I think so. I think any good thoughts, and if you pray, you know, mm-hmm. prayers sent this way would be very... Light a candle, yeah. say a prayer. Whatever you do, please do yeah. it. It's much appreciated, and we'll be sure to give you updates as we get them. Yes. So, for now, we hope you have a good week. I'm Celeste. And I'm a very sad Caitlin having to go back to work tomorrow. You still have to go to work. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> We're your girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>